Azarotha history is recorded in Treaty 1 territory, the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Cree, Oji Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and the homeland of the Métis Nation. everyone and welcome to Azeroth the History, except kind of not. I'm Bam Bam Anderson and today we're splitting from our usual format to share some stories from the community members who play World of Warcraft. This story is from Elaith or Ellie and will be read by Senpai. Ellie is also a fellow Twitch streamer and you can check her out at twitch.tv slash e-l-l-e-l-a-i-t-h. So how I got into World of Warcraft. Back in 2005, I had started playing The Sims, and my computer was starting to die, and I needed to replace a part in order to keep playing and using my computer. My best friend's partner was in IT and offered to look at my PC, so I brought my PC over to his house that night, and he asked me what I was using my PC for. Told him I was playing The Sims, and he was like, oh no, he he giggled, and he said, we need to get you into something else. Ever played an MMORPG? I looked at him confused and said no. Background here, I grew up playing console starting with Atari all the way up to Xbox at the end of 2009. So back to the story. He told me he had a few beta keys for a new MMORPG called World of Warcraft. This was back in 2006. He gave me a key. We played beta together with a few of his friends and my best friend and I have been playing this game ever since. How has this game helped me? It has helped me in so many ways and that's with lifelong friends I have met over the years. Uh, my ex-boyfriend, as well as meeting my current best friend slash boyfriend. It also helps me with social interaction. In the evening, being an introvert, as in, I can still stay home and enjoy being social and hang out with my friends and to game. Even with having my thyroid disease, and if I get tired and don't want to leave my house or go out, I can still be social and it keeps me from getting depressed, and even more so now with COVID and being immunocompromised. I don't know what I would do without my friends online to game with. They have saved me in so many ways, uh, made me realize I'm okay, and they can even relate and understand what we're all going through and deal with right now. I am so thankful for this game and streaming it even more now. Something funny in or because of WoW. People at work think it's hilarious that someone in their mid-40s can still enjoy gaming. When people look at me outside of my gaming circle at work or elsewhere, they just have no clue and it cracks me up. I feel like I am the outcast of the office because I'm the only gamer. Most of the guys at the office game and girls look at me like, what? But then again, it has helped me become tech savvy and who do they ask at work for help with their PC? Me. Yeah. This story comes to us from Kelheels? Selheels? Kelheels? I'm very, very sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. Who is a fellow streamer of Senpai over on Twitch. Go check him out at twitch.tv slash cel. H-E-A-L-S. Cell Heels here. Um, Senpai had asked me to share with you um, a memory or a reason or a little both as to why I started and or play World of Warcraft. And I know Senpai and I were talking and we were trying to figure out, well, by we, I mean me, I was trying to figure out what to say because I felt like I didn't really have a, a big compelling situation. Uh, I started playing World of Warcraft during Wrath of the Lich King, and the reason I started the game was because there was a a man, 
that I was interested in. And he was a big WoW player, so he was, like, hyping me up for it. And I remember going to Walmart, because, yes, I'm really old and Wrath was a long time ago. But to play Wrath, you had to have a hard copy. There was no digital download. So I remember going to Walmart... And pretending to be on my cell phone and acting like I was buying this game for uh, a little a, si- a younger sibling or a kid of some sort. Like I, I just made up some random conversation because I was so embarrassed. And I, I, <laughs> I was so embarrassed that I was buying World of Warcraft. And I know, I know that I, um, I wasn't entirely sure that I wanted to tell anybody that I was playing WoW because I felt like WoW was kind of that Dungeons and Dragons game that nobody wanted to talk about because it was like an instant, you're a huge nerd if you play that. So I didn't tell people that I played WoW for for years. I kept it like my dirty little secret. <laughs> um, so once I bought the game, I started playing and I made a Blood Elf care a Blood Elf, a Blood Elf Hunter right away. And I never ended up playing with that that guy that I liked. I never played with him. So I went through my my server realm. I didn't know anybody. I was just I loved the story. And I found that I became very much um very into the to the game and the story itself. It was it was something really nice for me. Um I'm 32 years old now, so I started playing WoW when I was 19. And when I was younger, I didn't really have a lot of friends. And in the city, I'm from Winnipeg, Winnipeg, Manitoba. And Winnipeg, Manitoba has a really small, and I'm going to say a selective, LGBTQIA plus community. So I felt like I didn't really fit in with the groups that were out and about. And I felt like coming from a small town and moving to the city and, and coming out as gay at 18, I didn't really have that... That, like, the fa- the friends that were here. Like, I'm 32 years old, and I don't talk to anybody from my small town that I went to high school with. or any- Like, I haven't seen them since we graduated. Uh-huh. What was that? 14 years ago? I- I've not seen them since. So it-, it was weird. But I played the story, and I really loved the story. I loved wandering around Azeroth. Um, going to school, and then going to work. And then when I did have downtime, if I wasn't um, watching TV... Uh, I needed to do something, and I found that WoW gave me, it gave me an escape. It gave me a place where I didn't feel like I had to act a certain way, or look a certain way, or sleep with how many guys to have somebody appreciate me, or give me that, that sense of, I don't even know the word now, the sense of, that I was good enough, if that makes sense. Um, when I was younger, so I, I played WoW since I was 19, so when I was in my early 20s. I went through a phase where every weekend I had a different man um, in my apartment, and I'll leave I'll leave the rest up to your imagination. But the reason I did that, I think, is because I didn't have anybody. And, like, WoW was filling a void for me. And I still wanted to have some sort of a connection. And, like, yes, WoW was a great story, and that's what kind of, like, pulled me apart. Uh, and it took about a year, a year and a half, and then I started getting into voice comps with people. But I didn't tell people that I was uh, a male or that I was gay because I was afraid of what people would say to me in game. Because in the real world, sometimes coming out can turn and bite you and people can say things and you just don't want to deal with it. Eventually, I got over that, that fear, I guess, and I made a guild of my own. And I've been a guild leader since since then. So I remember I made the guild. I've been a guild leader for 13 years. And uh, I'm the guild leader of Tilt of Halos on Stormrange. 
But I've met so many amazing people, um, queer and straight alike, and I think that it's been a really good thing. I've made lifelong connections. Like, I've played this game with the same people for years, like six to ten years of the same, a lot of the same people, I think speaks volumes. So for me, I, I started getting this social aspect because people knew that I was gay and people laughed and they joked with me and we got to, like, build these memories that maybe they were in Azeroth and not necessarily in my day-to-day life, but it meant something for me and it gave me something else to make me feel like I had belonged in a certain group and it didn't make me feel like I had to put on a, a facade. I didn't have to look a certain way. I didn't have to go out and drink. I didn't have to... Um, sleep with somebody just that somebody would acknowledge me i just got to literally be me and what i wanted to be and people liked that and people gravitated to that so then as time went on i ended up streaming uh and i streamed for two years i uh i stream on twitch under cell heels and i started streaming because somebody from wow told me they thought i would make a really good streamer because i was relatable i was funny he'll talk to me and now it's kind of my mission that i want i want to change the world and I want to bring more awareness to LGBTQIA plus people, um, as well as our existence and that our existence matters. In some countries, it's illegal to be gay. And some of that fate, some of the punishment for being who you are is to be murdered. And that bothers me. So I think WoW has given me, it's given me this, this confidence and it's given me this ability to believe in myself that... I can make a difference and I can start changing the world. And I think changing the world starts with the gaming industry because the gaming industry is so important that my 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 love for this game has, has shaped me into being this content creator and has shaped me into trying to uplift everybody who's a decent human being because no matter who you are and what you're into, you will find a friend who has a similar interest as you. They do exist. And you don't have to pretend to be something you're not. You can be who you want to be and people will love you and people will respect you for that. And that's what WoW has given me. And that's what I've been able to apply to my my real life, if you will. Like I'm I'm a very confident person and I've learned that I can stand on my own two feet. And I do think a lot of that came from being that 19-year-old pretending to buy World of Warcraft for a, a younger sibling or a cousin just because I was a, I was ashamed to tell me that I liked playing video games, that I liked playing um, open-world MMOs. And that feeling of being ashamed for liking a video game should never happen to anybody. If you like a game, you like a game. If you like playing baseball, you should like playing baseball. So I think that, like, WoW has definitely changed my perception. It has really opened up my mind um, to to not be such a shady queen. Like, I can literally sit back and be like, hey, maybe we don't agree on this and this, but we have WoW and we can talk about WoW. And, like, it helps you be a better person because you meet so many different people from so many different walks of life. And it built, it just, it built me up. And I think that, like, WoW is an amazing game. If you're, if you're ever interested in trying to think that you want to play a different game or you're trying to have an escape from something and you want to, like, just have your alone time or you want to have a social time, I think WoW can give that to a lot of people. And I don't think that the stereotypes need to exist anymore. I think that people can break those stereotypes and you can move forward. So that's what WoW has done for me. This story is from Todd Fast Fret Fingers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great name. Good job, friend. Of the Sean Geek podcast. And it will also be read by Senpai. You can check out the Sean Geek podcast over at Sean McGinty 
.ca. S-E-A-N-M-C-G-I-N-I-T-Y dot C-A. I was more of a first-person shooter gamer when I started out video gaming back in the Pentium 1 days. Kind of dates me a little. From there, I ended up trying an MMORPG, Battlefield 1942, because I loved the war-type games. It was the first game where we had a clan as a group. In WoW, the similar name would be a guild. I loved the idea of having consistent team... Consi- mm. I loved the idea of having a consistent team to play with. Uh, I used to play Red Baron 3D with some people here at work. That was fun. But eventually, with most games, the novelty wore off and most of us slowly stopped playing. One of the guys I used to play Red Baron 3D with uh, said that I should try out WoW. Uh, it had a 10-day free trial going on at the time. I was never a D&D type of person, so I didn't really expect to like the game as much as I did. I believe it was released around 2004, but I didn't start playing until a few years into it prior to Burning Crusade release in, tw- in 2007. I guess a lot of people would call this the vanilla period. It was very hard to level at the beginning. I guess it was meant to extend the playtime and keep their customers pay- uh, on the monthly pay plan. This was the first time I had ever paid anything to play online with a PC. When I was told about the 10-day free trial, I told them that knowing me, I would probably be hooked on it. Sure enough, after the 10 days, I signed up. At first, I think it was on a role-playing server, which meant that most people I spoke to were in character. Eventually, I met up with random people who needed help with quests, so I would help them, which also helped my questing. Most of the gaming I had done, with the exception of Battlefield 1942, was playing alone with very linear gameplay. I found questing with groups of people helped me level up and also had people I could ask to help with quests that were harder to do. Now I have a lot of heirlooms that level with me, so anytime I create a new character, I always use heirlooms with the XP boosts and higher stats. I eventually joined a guild and was able to find reliable people to help on quests and start doing dungeons. I was fortunate enough to have a tank that would actually explain the dungeon and the bosses and what our roles were. I found that after a few expansions, no one really explained anything and would just blitz through dungeons. I did end up spending a lot of time on WoW. I had heard that EverQuest was the type of game that people would play until the wee hours of the morning, and some people would actually miss work to play the game. WoW seemed to be in that same realm, but I never missed work. I did put in a lot, too many, hours playing the game. Once you have built up your character in gear, professions, heirlooms, etc., it's hard to move on to similar games because you would have to start off from scratch. I'm sure that was one of the developers' intentions when they made the game to keep players. In a nutshell, there was nothing that really helped me regarding the game, but because it took me so much time, it did put a strain on my relationships as it did many other players that I spoke to. Eventually, I had stopped playing for a few years. This was shortly after Mists of Pandaria came out in 2012. Since then, every once in a while, I'll I'll come and create a character and just quest on my own, free until level 20. That way I can pretty much just put in some time here and there, and I'm not committed to the time it takes in dungeons. I remember the days when one portion of a dungeon took around one hour or two. Everyone had to take a break and get back together to do the next part after everyone went to, went to get a bite to eat or the, a bathroom break. I guess one of the funny things I saw was a coworker of mine, Randy, who created a f- female night elf, was dancing at the inn in Goldshire for gold pieces. On another occasion, I wandered into a building in the canals of Stormwind and saw two characters in their underwear, probably trying to do some type of naughty stuff. But when I got there, they dressed quickly and scurried away. That was pretty funny. Uh, Leroy Jenkins was the funniest thing I've ever seen in WoW. I'm sure if you've never played WoW, you may not have heard of him, but it's a pretty safe bet that all WoW players have. Those were some great stories, but I think we need to take a quick peek at the auction house. 
Just a friendly reminder that we do have our Patreon over at patreon.com slash senpaiandbambam, which helps support us. We also have our Machine with Bam Bam series releasing there a week early to patrons and later to YouTube. If you're unable to help us financially, please share us with anyone you know who may like us. You can also rate us and review the show on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, which helps us open up to a wider audience. You really just want to shove us in people's faces. Get it down their throats. People are getting sick of screen media. Podcasts are on the rise. Slap us on while you're cleaning your house or baking pumpkin pies or, you know... Crunching through some crunchy leaves because it's crunchy leaf season, guys. We also have a community over on Discord where we share memes and other fun conversations as well as a patron-only section. There is also a merch store where you can buy our logo and more on t-shirts, tank tops, or mugs. There will be more of those coming soon. In the meantime, head over to teespring.com slash senpai's squiddyverse. That's T-E-E spring.com slash S-E-N-P-P-A-I-S dash S-Q-U-I-D-D-Y-V-E-R-S-E. There is also a link from the newly renamed website, squiddyverse.ca. Also keep an eye out for handmade merch from Senpai in the future, including adorable stickers of the emotes usable on Discord and Twitch. All of those updates will be on squiddyverse.ca, so keep an eye out. Things will also likely get announced on Senpai's stream as well, so you should one hundies be checking that stream out every time they do it. This story comes from Queso, a warrior from Lightbringer, and will be read by Senpai. First story, how I got into World of Warcraft. Back in 2007, I was a young, impressionable boy in grade school who really didn't have too many friends and enjoyed playing video games. I really was not in the best mindset about myself back then, so I largely divided into video games as a coping mechanism. I absolutely adored RPGs, playing games such as Final Fantasy and Pokemon. Uh, Since they let me feel like I was empowered in a way I didn't feel I was at that point in my life. One day, my family went over to visit one of my aunts and her husband in their newly moved house nearby my own to see how they were settling in. I, of course, got bored as family can tend to talk forever, but my uncle-in-law, if that's the right way to say it, found out my brother and I were avid gamers and and decided to show us his setup. The thing that immediately caught my attention when I was shown his computer was the character select screen of a game with a tiny man with a funny mustache wearing storm-like clothing on himself. I know now that the character was a gnome in the mage tier 6 set armor that my uncle-in-law had been playing and raiding on. He introduced my brother and I to World of Warcraft, showing us how his character played like and allowed us to create our own. I cannot remember what character my brother created, but I created my first character, a Torn Hunter whose name is now lost to history as I don't have access and I cannot remember it for the life of me. I remember vividly the emotions I felt when I got into the world, hearing the narration describing the proud and noble Torin, then being given free reign to explore the world. I didn't know the importance of quests back then, so I immediately tried to kill a wolf or plains rider and got murdered. However, once I received an explanation on the importance of quests, I was hooked on every word and, by process of association, this game second story, how World of Warcraft has helped me in life. I would say there are three main ways that World of Warcraft has helped me in life. Confidence, social skills, and my relationship with my brother. As I stated in my first story, I was not a very confident child. 
I did all right in school, good sometimes, but bad in others. But I never really felt like my life had any worth, that I was actually making a difference to others. Once I had started to gain more levels and experience, I tried my best to help others as I saw their calls in general chat. I would try to go and help with quests, go give advice to new players, and just try to make a difference in people's lives. Hearing the affirmation and gratitude that they gave me, I started to change my viewpoint. My self-confidence still waned till the end of high school, but it planted the seeds in myself to show that I do make an impact on others, and I can improve their lives with small acts of kindness. Oh, and killing monsters I had struggled with while leveling up definitely made me feel the sort of empowerment that I longed for back then. I have now since embraced killing monsters in this game as my main source of enjoyment. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Next, I mentioned that I didn't have many friends. While I'm more shy, my brother has a tendency to be a lot more boisterous, and he developed a group of friends that I latched onto. We did things like dungeons, raiding, and trolling people's ventrilos together. The last of which I now regret, as it did get out of hand sometimes. But it felt like I was a part of the community, and I interacted with people who weren't my brother and my mom outside of school. I got to the point where I even decided to make a guild that supported a healthy population of 30 people before it fell apart, so I guess that was a sign of me being able to communicate effectively and try to band together with other people to accomplish my goals. I have now since vastly improved my social skills. I'm a person who tries to liven up things or bring spirits up when they're sad with a copious amount of dad jokes and puns. I've gotten better about communicating my own feelings and listening to others. Overall, World of Warcraft has made me into the lovable cheese that I am today. Finally, I mentioned that it improved my relationship with my brother. Back then, it was it was always so tense since we were very different people who never really shared activities. However, World of Warcraft gave us a way to share an activity together and bond over it when they were when there were so few and far between us. We started doing dungeons together. We began to raid Trial of the Crusader and ICC together. We actually spent quality time with each other. My favorite memory when it comes to this time with my brother was one time when I was trying to raid ICC with a group of people I had previously acted as an accessory to vent trolling for. The leader had berated me when I tried to join the group, when at the time I was like 11, about how terrible I was and mean things he wished upon, etc. When I still hadn't developed a proper moral compass or really understood the gravity of my actions. As I said before, I wish I had known better at the time but I was just trying to fit in and be a cool kid with my brother who was enjoying the game in that way. The leader had offered me a deal to join. Get my brother to tank and I could come. I told my brother, who then proceeded to read the chat log and see all the leader said, and my brother chatted with the leader, just trying to have him realize how the leader told off an 11 year old with really obscene language and how the leader should go fuck himself for basically bullying me. It gave me hope that my brother did care about me and that he would protect me if I needed it. I would say this incident planted the seeds of my current relationship with my brother, which is now much more playful and what I had always wished for it to be, even if he still does annoy and troll me. Third story, something funny in World of Warcraft. As you can guess, I have a plethora of funny stories since I am quite the comedian. However, I will choose just one, one that happened very recently. One of my friends decided to stream themselves farming Ice Crown Citadel to obtain Arthas's famous mount, Invincible. I am a fan of the Invisible Troll that has gone on since it originally released, so when I saw a Reddit post earlier about a joke I could pull on them during the fight, I jumped on it. The Reddit post said that if you look in the background of Arthas's fight, you can see Invincible. Of course, this seems plausible, but it's in fact a fact the same joke from earlier, but Invincible being called Invisible. I managed to pull the wool over my friend's eyes and had them search around the boss arena for most of the fight until I finally let the joke loose. It was definitely a funny experience, and I will never forget it. 
Much to the chagrin of my friend, of course, but it was definitely my best funny story. This story comes to us from Knox from Thrall. She plays a hunter and a multitude of healers. I got into WoW back uh, when I was 18. Uh, my sister and my brother and our good friend uh, Joe, uh, they were playing WoW for a while. I was playing RuneScape at the time. And I I loved RuneScape. It was like my, my bread and butter. And I thought that why pay to play MMO, you know? I didn't understand the draw of WoW. And my sister let me make a character on her account. And we went to a gamer uh, cafe. And, oh, I had a great time. I actually decided that day that I was going to go buy my own my own game. And my brother-in-law uh, bought me Burning Crusade. So I made... Uh, and it was funny because they're all alliance and I went horde. <laughs> and I just couldn't stop playing. Every every weekend, I would go over to my sister's and play WoW with her. I didn't have a computer connected to the internet at home. So I either had to go to the gamer cafe or to my sister's. Uh, anyway, so I, I just took off and just started playing. And it brought us closer <laughs> as a family because eventually my brother and my sister and a friend he they all went horde um so we were able to raid together and back in wrath was when everyone decided to raid together uh wow has helped me so much <laughs> it actually got me into art i'm a professional artist i remember seeing all the art and getting so inspired and wanting to paint and draw and create and I wanted to do that for a living and so it kind of gave me a direction on what to do. I found out how to get into game design and found an art college in California um, called Laguna College of Art and Design and there was actually a school that had a lot of Blizzard instructors. So I was through the roof. I was so excited learning from developers. And today I now have friends that work in the industry that work on WoW. And I can appreciate the game even more because I understand the people that put their heart and soul into the game. And I continue to try to strive to one day be able to work a blizzard to do the same but my path hasn't led me there quite yet <laughs> um, third some funny things in WoW um, I remember when I first started playing I would look at the healer and get mad because they weren't helping DPS um, I was thinking like well they're just standing there what are they doing? <laughs> um, I I remember also when I started healing that I got mad when someone was trying to help me heal. Like, I can do it myself. But and now I'm a an avid healer. <laughs> I've been healing for ten years. 
Unfortunately, I can't really think of a specific funny story at this time. But I'm sure that there's tons like raid scenarios where things accidentally got pulled or accidentally lusted. <laughs> oh yeah, recently I uh, accidentally pet lusted. And that was just because I had it on my hotkey bar. <laughs> yeah, it was to me that was pretty funny, but thankfully the guild was okay with it. <laughs> oh, so just going back about uh, how WoW has helped me in my life, it it's always fun for my sister and I to get digging into the lore. We uh, we're just such WoW nerds. Um, she's read all the books. I've read a lot of the books, but she reads all the quests and everything so um we love having our little wow debates and we have our conversations whenever we hang out my mom just looks at us like we're aliens <laughs> she's like can you guys talk about anything else <laughs> and we're like sorry this is what we love and uh, my brother no longer plays but he'll still chime in some from time to time i think out of all my family it's just my sister and i oh her husband still plays but uh yeah, so, yeah, I started playing back when I was 18, so I'm 32 now, so that's, um, I can't math, I think 14 years or so. Anyway, so I've made a lot of friends along the way, and uh, lifelong friends as well. Yeah, that's my story. This last story is from Senpai themselves, because would this episode even be complete without their story? So I got into WoW a little bit, uh, it was like a little bit of a roundabout way. I had gotten into anime first, and this was back in the days where we did have some on YTV, like late at night on like Friday nights and stuff. Um, and one of the shows that they had was Dot Hack Side, and I was like, I, I really liked how dramatic it was, and I was like... I really want to play a game like that. Like, that that looks so cool, right? Playing with, you know, thousands of different people all over the place, right? So I was, I was talking with friends about it. And I was like, I want to play a game like that. And they're like, like an MMO? I'm like, what's that? And they're like, well, like, WoW. Or like World of Warcraft. I'm like, oh, I've never heard of that. And then, so I, I, I think it took me a couple days to actually go and like download it and figure out what was going on. But I ended up getting into World of Warcraft, uh, and I fell in love with it, you know, from the get go. Um, and then started reading some of the books because, of course, I was a big reader back then, and now I don't have time to like actually sit down and read, which sucks. So the first books that I had gotten into were The War of the Ancients. I talk about this on stream quite a bit, and. Yeah, like the very first time that I saw anything about WoW was the Burning Crusade um, trailer with with Illidan's voice, and that that kind of captured me from the get go. <laughs> um, and then his whole story from the War of the Ancients, like with his brother Malfurion, like that that just that just really captured me and brought me in. So WoW has helped me kind of throughout the years. Um, I had started shortly after the release of Black Temple. Like, it was about that same time. I never got to level 70 back in those days. I was just not that good of a gamer yet. Uh, but through Wrath of the Lich King, um, when I, I first went Horde, shortly before Wrath of the Lich King, and 
So got like my first Death Knight, started learning Sylvanas' story, got really excited about it. Um, I ended up finding a guild that, they were my first kind of real lesson in what family is. Again, my first real lesson in what family is. They were there for me through so much stuff that I can't even really like describe all of it. Um, the kind of bigger points were like when I came out to my mom as bi, you know, I, I was met with, oh, you'll find Jesus someday. And when I went back, you know, online, they were like, you know what? Like, f fuck her. Like, you got us. It's fine. And it was. I'm also adopted. So I had found my birth mom at 19 and I wrote to her and then hadn't heard back for a while. And then I got a letter one day and like we were raiding at the time. And my dad came in with the mail and he's like, hey, you got a letter. I'm like, oh my God, y'all, it's, it's from my birth mom. Like that, that's crazy. And they were so excited for me. And then, so they were there for me for that. Uh, they were also there when I never heard back from her again. Uh, and that was a little over 10 years ago now. So it still sits with me quite a bit. Throughout all of that though, like, like that, like that guild was my family when my family wasn't. And so that's something that I'm never going to forget. Uh, that's something that still sits with me today. Um, even after the passing of two of our guildies. Uh, I do talk about them on stream a lot. I, I like having, you know, I like having had stories that they're part of. And I'm sad that I can't share this game anymore with them. And I'm sad that I can't share this awesome podcast with them as well. God, I'm crying. <laughs> Uh, but I do love telling stories about them because they're like, again, I mean, again, these, these men were, they were my family. They are my family. Okay. So funny story to get me to stop crying here. <laughs> Way back into Mists of Pandaria, Chloe, uh, one, one of the guys who, who passed away, he, he was hunting down this rare spawn, um, out in Jade Forest. I can't remember exactly which one it was. I think he wanted pants off of it. He was waiting for it to spawn, and he's like, Sylv, because that was my name back then. Um, my death knight's name was Sylvana, named after a ship in an anime. Um, and so he's like, Sylv, get it to spawn. So I'm like, all right, well, summoning rare spawn, summoning rare spawn. And then like the joke was like, oh, farts and fart, fart noises. And then, you know, it didn't work, except that it actually worked. <laughs> So, so the, <laughs> so it's fun and it's there <laughs> and he kills it. It did not drop what he was looking for, which sucked, but it was still pretty funny. Um, and so after he passed, uh, a friend of his sent me a candle holder that he had, uh, kind of in his room that he used to use. It's like a pretty sweet sword with like a dragon kind of wrapped around it and its tails wrapped around the hilt. I've shown it on stream before, and I have no problem doing it again as long as there's not a candle lit on it. Uh, but it's it's pretty rad. So when I, so I got that, and it, it it's just kind of a way of keep kind of keeping him with me, right? So the start of this becoming the loot candle. <laughs> um, when I came back for BFA, a new guildie of mine, he had been getting cloak after cloak after cloak after cloak and i like i'm saying like 16 cloaks i think was what he got up to and he was like i just need anything other than a cloak at this point i'm like all right well let's go into a dungeon 
I'm gonna light this candle. We're gonna say a prayer to Chloe, and we're gonna we're gonna hope for something else to drop. And I'm like, I I'm not necessarily the kind of person that believes in that kind of like superstitious stuff, but at the same time, like it, it kind of brings some comfort in some ways. But it was more just kind of meant as a joke, except that it worked. <laughs> Uh, so, um, I don't remember what he got. He got something that I don't even think it was ended up being an upgrade. But the fact that it wasn't a cloak was what was important. So yeah, I'm still convinced that Chloe is also around somewhere, probably fucking with me and my cat. I'm sure he chases Jarvis around a lot because, like, quite frankly, if if I had passed away first, I would have done this to him for sure. So. I'm pretty convinced he's around still. Also, during Ice Crown Citadel, when we, you know, when we were actually going through at current content, uh, only three guildies got the ribbon from Precious. I was one of them. Our guild leader was another one, and Sloat was the other one. <laughs> so we, we all had that. Thank you all so much for joining us today for our special community-driven episode of Azeroth, A History. Thanks to everyone who contributed their stories as well. Cell, Ellie, Todd, Queso, and Knox. Links to everyone who is a streamer will be in our show notes as well. We would like to thank the Winnipeg Public Library. We usually record at the Millennium Library in their beautiful Idea Mill makerspace, but they are still closed, keeping the safety of everyone in mind. Our intro and outro music is by Kevin McCloyd. You can find all of his work on his website, incompetech.com. And our wonderful artwork and emotes are by our good friend Ben Hoffer. His Instagram is scorpiosoka7 if you'd like to check out more of his work. And he's opened up commissions, so get in touch with him with that for more info. And that's it for me. Bye, everyone! Bye!